Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Jordan Drew, the sports crew, Drew's college athlete spotlight. We're on episode eight here. We're going to stick in division one and we got, we got on yet another swimmer here. We got Parker Sonovan on from the university of South Dakota and Parker, how are you doing today? Pretty good. How are you? I'm doing great. And yeah, you continue our long string of brilliant guests we've had on recently. Um, we've had Robert Schimmick on, of course, talking some basketball, um, we had Elise Fisher on to talk some Milwaukee basketball with me too. And now we got, we got Parker on. So, um, just want to talk about the hype behind this episode, Parker. I don't know if you heard last Thursday's episode, the EWC midseason recap. Um, we had, I announced that you were coming on and I got to play for you. Robert Schimmick's reaction. You got to hear this. Oh boy. Those will be coming your way. Also Parker Sonovan, brilliant alumni is coming on next yes. Wednesday. So that'll be yes. a great one, Robert. I know you're excited. So. That'll be a fun interview. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. You might hear some stories. I'm excited, and I'm going to be asking for some stories. I don't... So you hear that? Um, th- were you able to catch that yeah. audio? Was it loud enough? Yeah. Perfect. Yeah, more, more stories to come. Robert's excited, so we'll yeah. give him what he wants. Yeah, well, you bet we are. And with that, let's get right into it. So, Parker, when did you start swimming? Um. So when I started swimming – um. This is also a funny story. I was actually, um, I was a wrestler, kind of played basketball, um, played football, baseball, um, lost a match, lost my cool at Balders, um, uh, threw my headgear up in the stands, and my, my dad uh, took me off the mat and said, I think we're done wrestling here. So he put me in swimming the very next week um, at our Brilliant Blue Dolphins program. So I started that around I want to say like seven or eight, I think I started it. Um, And that wasn't competitive. That was just kind of splash around for the day. Uh, And then when I like started competitive, competitively swimming, uh, that would probably be at the Manitowoc Y um, probably when I was like eight or nine. So that's when I like started competitively swimming. Perfect. And with that, then, yeah, you mentioned some of those sports that you were involved in high school. Was there like one that was like number two to swimming? I'm going to guess swimming was the favorite or. So here's, here's the thing for me, swimming is actually probably one of my least favorite sports. Oh, um, it's just, it's just one of the, it's just one of the ones that I'm, that I happen to be good at or like the best at. Um, it's just really, it's, it's a grind every day. Um, so I think for me being able to play football and play baseball with my buddies and, you know, do all that kind of stuff, it was just so much relaxing. Like nothing beats Friday night lights for football for me. Um, my dad was a football coach for a while. And then baseball was just, you know, chew on some seeds and kind of hit some balls, take some infield. So that was, that was fun too. So swimming was kind of like my least favorite, but it was good because I was, I was good at it. So that, that made it worth worthwhile in the end. Completely. Yeah. It makes sense. And you're right. Nothing beats Friday night lights or, you know, just playing some baseball with the buddies, of course. But yep. Uh, yep. so, you know, talking some high school swimming here, was there a club you were also involved in or did you do a lot of club swimming? Um, I did. Um, until I got to high school, just cause when you're a three sport athlete, you don't really have time for club to swim all year round, like most of your competition. So that was another hard struggle was always trying to find a way to get faster because guys are swimming, you know, nine to 12 months out of the year and I'm swimming two and a half to three. Um, so I started, like I said, I started at the Manitowoc Y when I was younger. Um, then I moved to Fox cities when I was probably around like 10, 11, um, and then all the way through, I swam with the Fox Valley Wave over in Appleton and Nina, um, probably when I was like 12 on, but then kind of stopped that um, until more like summer because I didn't have much time. 
with other sports. But that was a club team I was mostly on. Good stuff. And then, you know, with, with that, was there a favorite pool or a pool that stood out to you? Um, I would say, I would say that I swam in the last year of the old Wisconsin Auditorium that they had stayed in before COVID and everything. And then they had to switch it to Waukesha North. Um, so I think that was, that was just a legendary pool in my opinion. Um, probably one of my favorites. And then my other one would probably be down in uh, Pleasant Prairie called the Recplex. Um, that was a really big facility that we swam club state at. That was probably my, those two pools were definitely had some good memories there. Yeah. You can't go wrong with either. I mean, if you go to somewhere that holds state, of course, but yeah. you know, let's talk some, let's talk the high school team now because you were a part of a co-op and we kind of talked with Gracie Streblo about it. You want to, you want to kind of talk about, was it, was it just BVC for you or was it BVCK? Were you part of the, it was, so it was BVC for the men's team. And that was kind of for a purpose. So the girls, the girls were already in D one in division one. So they kind of needed another team to be able to compete more at the division one level. So on the guys team, we just had brilliant Valors and Chilton. Um, so it was always our struggle because we were a co-op with, you know, smaller ish to decent sized schools for D2. We were like right on the border. It was like us, Cedarburg, Ashwaubenon and, and Monona Grove for like the biggest schools in D2. So if we were to add a Kakana, we would have actually moved to division one. So it was kind of our goal to try to stick D2 because even if we brought Kakana in, we only brought, I think we only would have had two swimmers. So it would have not have made a difference. We would have not have been bringing in like 10 guys. Um, so that's kind of, that's kind of our co-op and, you know, just practice later when everybody gets out of school practice times. Um, but co-op is really good. You get to meet a lot of, a lot of people from a lot of different schools and, you know, even you get more insights on how people are in different sports too. Um, so it's good. You kind of get to get your toes wet at other schools. Yep, of course. And then um, what was the home, like your home pool? Was it Brilliant or Valders? Or not Brilliant, um, Valders or Chilton, my bad. It was it was Chilton. Um, so we, so Valders and Chilton, or Valders and Brilliant, we always had to make the, the trip over there, 20, 25 minutes. So. Well, and Brilliant not having a pool, right? I mean, you guys don't. Brilliant, Brilliant has a community center pool. But- yeah, uh, but nothing, nothing of, you know, actually a competition pool like Chilton Valors. So. So, yeah, Chilton. I know I was the girls kind of meeting place, too, I think. So they both yeah. both chose Chilton. And that's interesting. I never knew about, you know, why Kakana never joined. I always wondered, you know, why they weren't a part of like just like how the girls did it. But that all makes sense to me. So, yeah. you know, was there in high school then, you know, a swimming moment that stood out to you as like number one? Um, oh, it's hard. Um, I would say for high school strictly, I would say the biggest moment was probably, probably had two of them that were equally as high. Um, my, my junior year, um, we had me and then there was two seniors from Brilliant, um, and we had a freshman from Chilton, um, that was on a relay team and our highest relay. I think we ever had place was probably like 12th or 13th. Like every year we would sneak in and we'd be like 15th, 15th, 14th. Um, and we actually, I dropped a lot of time and we had a lot of guys drop time and we actually, we tied at sectionals for sectional champs. So we came in as sectional champs. Um, we were seated sixth, tied for fifth and sixth. We ended up out touching, uh, Cedarburg by 0.1, um, to take sixth place and get on the podium. So that was a really cool moment to have all those guys be able to get a medal, um, and see them work so hard for that. So I think that was a really cool moment. And then probably my other biggest moment 
Um, it was kind of disappointing, but I was a top seed at state in the hundred breast. Got out touched just a little bit on my last twenty five. Um, but the coolest part that was that uh, my dad handed out the medals, and he told me the year before my junior year that he was, but he never told me my senior year. Um, and actually, the announcer knew my dad pretty well. Um, so he made it a pretty cool thing at state. And he mentioned that he was my dad handing out medals. And we had kind of a little teary moment there as it was my last high school race. And we got a pretty cool picture um, of us embracing. I came down and gave him a hug. So that was that was probably one of my two coolest moments that I have for sure. Yeah, that, that's an awesome moment. And I, I actually have that, that moment up here on, you know, I Want the News did a great job of covering that with yeah. Craig Hoffman. He did a great job and it, it's, it's really cool to see. And yeah, you mentioned you're just, just that one touch, like almost from winning it, but Hey, you know, second place can't go wrong still. And then just being able to share that moment with your dad, that's truly something special. That's why we love sports. You know, that, that's, yeah. that's one of those moments that just stands out. And then, you know, with that, um, was there, was there ever that like moment? I know we talked about moment, like favorite moment, but was there that moment, you know, that, that you were like, Hey, I can do this at the collegiate level. Um, so, I mean, you can go back and, you know, Robert will joke about what I looked like when I was a freshman, but I was a little freshman year, sophomore year, I was a little straggly freshman, about five to 110 pounds. Um, so after my freshman year, I kind of got a hard taste of reality of what high school swimming was. Um, cause I, I was pretty good coming out of club, but then, you know, you get hit pretty hard when you're racing against seniors and you're a freshman. Um, so then after my sophomore year, I, I showed pretty good growth and improvement, but I still wasn't, I still wasn't big and had developed. Um, so I remember my dad and I sat down at the kitchen table and he told me he was going to be coach. And he's like, you want to swim at the next level. Like you say, you want to do like work has to start now. Um, so there was a lot of times where um, I'd pretty much get done with practice from four 30 to six 30 or seven, I'd go late. And then I'd get back and have to lift from either anytime from, 7.30 to 8 till 9 o'clock at night, um, I would train and lift. Didn't get any schoolwork done. I'd always say during the swim season, I couldn't really get a whole lot of work done. So I really had to use my study halls and get my work done. Um, other than playing games with Robert and screwing off, just like everybody does. But, I mean, it was it was hard. But after my junior year, um, it was that's when I kind of figured out that that there was, that there was something, but with the, when the boys state is so late in the year, just for the recruiting process, pretty much all the scholarship money is gone. Um, all the schools kind of had their guys set. So it was really hard to try to convince college coaches when you talk to them to be like, I know what I can go this year yet. You just got to trust me. Um, that was kind of, that was kind of probably my sophomore year and the end of my junior years when I started, uh, really get a lot of emails and receive calls about, you know, swimming at the next level, which is nice. And with that, then like what stood out with South Dakota, what, what, what stood out? <laughs> um, well, I, I was originally going to go to Grand Valley state and about a week before nationals, um, Robert and I, Robert and I were big into mascots. Um, I mean, what, what's cooler than a South Dakota state jackrabbit? Like, there's not, there's not a whole lot of cooler mascots in a jackrabbit. Um, so I reached out to South Dakota State, and I wanted to go there, especially for the hunting and fishing opportunities as well. And I emailed their head coach, knew I could swim there. 
uh, even their dive coach, everybody. And I never got an email back, never got a call back. So my dad's like, well, if you can't make it work there, what other schools are there? And we, we fell upon USD, South Dakota. And I kind of sent them an email and they got back to me right away. And they said, yep, we want you to, we want you to swim here. Um, give us a call when you can. And they called me the very next day. Um, and we already had an official visit planned like in the next two weeks. Uh, so I did that right after my national meet toured there. And then it was a hard decision between Grand Valley State and USD. But um, I just, I really liked it out here. The people are my kind of people like the hunt and fish, got all those opportunities yet. And it's just glad I, glad I found this spot. Would have loved to be a jackrabbit in the end, but right. I'm, a, I'm glad I'm a coyote now. So hey, you, made, you made it there. You made South Dakota. And, you know, is there, looking back at your high school career, is there, is there someone you want to shout out, you know? Um, I would definitely say um, probably would have to say like Bo and Isaac uh, when I was a junior, those people on my relay team and David. Um, we all kind of really came together and they, they pushed me. Um, and I'll tell you the biggest shout out, obviously with the cool moment with my dad would have to be my dad. Um, without, without him hounding me all the time, uh, getting in my ear about what I got to do. Like, if you want to be great, this is what you have to do. Um, that was definitely, that was definitely huge for me. And, and also not a lot of people, like you said, know a whole lot about swimming. So it's kind of hard to see like, Oh, are you actually good? Or like, you know, it's kind of hard to judge, just not a, a very well-known sport. So I think it was hard for me to deal with, like trying to tell people like, you know, that I'm actually not, I'm not too bad. Um, so I think a lot of the support around the community and like just, just the people that I hung out with, you know, encouraging me was, was pretty big too. So I definitely like to shout those people out. Yep. Talking about people you hang out with, is there a favorite Robert Schimmick or Brilliant story you want to share? try to keep a PG if we can, but I'd love to hear uh, it. You know, any, anyone that, that just stands out, any story you got. I mean, it definitely has to be, definitely has to be the, the whole, the whole Hunter, Robert, Gunner, Pack TR story. I mean, that's, I mean, it has, it has to be that. I mean, just the, the two weeks leading up to that, Robert and I were on the announcements and it was like a whole two week ordeal. Like everybody's got to go. I mean, we had three quarters of the school at a volleyball game in two rivers. I mean, Robert was sending out school-wide emails on my computer. Um, two people, we were, my grandma printed off about like 50 copies of the infamous picture um, of all we do is win from TR. So that was, oh gosh, we were tailgating. We had hot dogs and Oh my goodness. We had tubs of cookies and chips and I brought a portable grill. We had speakers. It was, that was, that was definitely something. I mean, Robert and I can definitely say that that was, I don't think anything will top that. That was something. Yeah. That's certainly one of the greatest, you know, high school stories you'll ever hear. I mean, tailgating that, that's, that's some great stuff guys. And everyone was talking about it around the EWC that next day. Yes. I, I remember yes. that so well. Yeah. And <laughs> that was certainly some legendary stuff you two put on. But now let's transition a little into the college stuff now, more into, I mean, now you're at South Dakota, you're a sophomore now even. So um, yeah. I mean, we talked about the recruiting process and was there any other offers you want to talk about that, that you actually received or anyone around here, Wisconsin? Um, I originally, I went to, I went to UWM, um, had some, had an offer, had an offer there, um, but just, 
I don't know the campus. The campus uh, didn't didn't I didn't gel gel with it a whole lot. Also, hunting and fishing opportunities were kind of limited, um, <laughs> as you probably know. Yep. Um, and I also I also actually kind of wanted to go to GB, um, but then early in my junior year, they cut all their scholarship programs or most of their scholarship for all their programs. Um, so basically, they're going to try to weed swimming out in the next four years. So they're going to try to cut their program. Um, but I did, um, I did have some preferred walk-ons to Iowa and Minnesota. Um, but obviously with the expenses there, my family kind of needed some kind of um, scholarship money to go off of. Um, so I, I kind of had those, but other than really the Midwest, I didn't really, I could, I could have looked at like Boston university. Um, there's some other East coast schools I'm trying to think of that I can't think of off the top of my head, but those are obviously very expensive over there. So that was kind of, that was kind of out of my range and I wanted to stay in the Midwest. So it's kind of where I was at. Seems like you got a great fit in USD and, yes. um, you know, as we talked about already, you're, you're the sophomore, you know, how did, so your freshman year, um, go in there first time on campus, you know, what were the thoughts? I mean, were you nervous? What, what were the, what, how are you feeling? Um, well, I, to be honest with you, I didn't really look a whole lot of like where everybody was at. Like I know a lot of freshmen coming in, they already know what people swim, they know their times, they know where they're going to place. I, I really kind of prided myself on flying really low under the radar for everybody. I kind of got in there and I think also doing multi-sports, like when we would have conditioning and lifting, I would, I was really excelling in those areas um, compared to others Um, in the pool. I was doing really well, Um, but I never noticed that some people are so good at swimming in season. Um, I'm not, I'm, I'll be honest, I'm not a great in season swimmer. So the dual meet, I won't score a whole lot of points for you in a duel. Um, But when it comes conference time and I'm tapered and ready to go, I, I can, I can drop a lot of time and get some, get some good places. So I think, I think people finally, finally realized that once conference came like, Oh, this, he's actually, you know, one of the guys that we need to score well. And um, yeah, so I didn't, I didn't really, I didn't really focus on, I really started to try to stay within myself. I didn't try to focus on like anybody else, just try to do like, do like what I could and make the most friends you can. It's kind of what you got to do as a freshman. I, I feel like. Yeah. And we saw your freshman, I mean, conference you, you mentioned conference a perfect example here is the men's 200 yard um individual medley you took seventh as a freshman that's impressive and you university of south dakota you guys really dominated let's say that that event in general i mean you had yeah you had number you guys had the guy who took first second and then or not second third and then um just looking through it fifth sixth and seventh so yeah that's that's crazy uh you guys i mean in the Summit League is where what conference South Dakota is in, and you yep. did very well last year in conference. Very, very well. well. Yeah. And then, like looking through the roster, I mean, a lot of these guys were looks like a lot, a good chunk of them were returning as well, right? Yep. Yeah, we have a we have a really big senior class this year, um, so we'll be losing quite a bit of quite a bit of speed and depth um, after this year. But yeah, we have a lot of guys returning, so a lot of like a lot of my events got a ton of guys in them. Um, but which is good. You got to have a lot of depth, especially in a, in a conference meet, you got to try to try to do the best you can. And like, for me last year, the biggest thing was just trying to make a finals and everything. And I was able to make a finals, take top eight and everything, which is, that, that was huge for me. So I was happy with that and just try to get the most points for the team as you can for sure. Yeah. It's certainly looking good. 
And, um, you know, we talked about like training, you mentioned like the lifting and stuff, how you've been, you were doing that in high school, you know, how has the strength training been in college? Has it been a lot different, you know, compared to the stuff you've been doing in high school or how was that? Um, so my, my dad was a football coach for a lot of years. So I, I pretty much did like more like building strength lifts. Um, so I would say coming out here, it, it was kind of nice how I am kind of developing still. I can feel myself still developing more into a swimmer. Um, so we're doing, we do a lot more swimmer lifts. So it's going to be a lot more range of motion and volume than it is, um, like maximal effort, you know, only doing like two to three reps. We will hit that sometimes, but mostly, you know, you're doing five to 10 reps and like six, seven sets of everything. Um, it's front squat, muscle snatch, um, pull-ups, push-ups. It's a whole bunch of different exercises, um, but all good for swimmers range of motion. So I'd, I'd say it's definitely more swimmer based, swimmer focused. Even the conditioning is that you do is definitely more towards getting better at swimming, not just, you know, building strength to build, to build strength and lift. Yeah. Sounds like more of the muscle endurance, which is kind of, I, I agree with what you would see in swimmers. So that's some right. cool stuff. And overall, was there any adjustment you felt you had to make from going from the high school, high school level to the college level? Um, definitely how you, how you handle your, your rest recovery and getting your schoolwork done. So, I mean, obviously, as you know, everybody's college schedule is all different. I mean, you got classes at different times, all depending on your major. Um, so really trying to fit, you know, an hour of conditioning or an hour on lift and two hours of swim a day, plus getting what you need to get done in the classroom, but still, you know, going to sleep at a decent time, like recovering, hydrating, like, you know, getting treatment if you need treatment for an injury. Like I, I ran into, I kind of, I kind of dislocated my shoulder, like one practice, like, and I had to get that, get that popped in and had to do recovery for about two weeks. Like that's, that's all, that's all a part of it. So I'd say that's kind of like the biggest thing. Cause in high school, you all have a separate team. You wake up, you go to school with your buddies and everybody, and then you go to practice, you lift and you're done. You know, each day is kind of different in what you need to do, especially with the free time you have. So for me, you know, I like to try to get everything done and then have, you know, free time to myself. So that was definitely probably the hardest adjust, adjustment is trying to get everything squared away with how you want. Yeah. The balance, you know, that's always something tough. I mean, for anyone, you know, first year in college or, but you know, if you're starting to find the balance out, it's great to hear and yes. um, good stuff. And then also um, just with that, you know, how, how has your sophomore season been going so far? I mean, we saw your freshman season turn out. I mean, the end went fantastic. And now how's it been going for the for year number two? Uh, really well. Um, like we talked about earlier, haven't had a whole lot of meets yet. Uh, we've had we've had a duel and a quad duel or a tri-duel and a quad duel um, and then our mid-season meet. So as as it gets closer to conference here, we'll be really wrapping, you know, up the duels here. So we'll have like one weekend with some on a Friday and a Saturday. We'll have meets back to back. And we'll have like two straight weekends of meets and then like a week or two after that is conference. Um, so it's coming up quick. We'll have a lot of meets coming up. Um, like I said, I'm not a terribly good um, dual meet swimmer, uh, but it's, it's good to see that if I do drop times for my in-season best, that means that I'm going to drop time in the end. Um, so I think my sophomore season's going actually really good so far. I had all lifetime bests on a very short taper um, at my mid-season meet. 
Um, so I definitely, definitely couldn't like complain with that. I had really good times and finishes. So I'm excited to see what Carmen's is going to hold with a full taper and being fully rested. That's some good stuff to hear. I'm looking now looking through the schedule for South Dakota. You got St. Thomas, um, January 14th and 15th, which is in St. Paul, Minnesota. So you'll be going to Minnesota. And then we got January 21st. You're going to face Omaha at home in the Dakota Dome pool. So that's where Gracie Strevelo is. So that's the Summit League play there. And then also South Dakota State, January 22nd. So now you can beat the Jack. Jackrabbits. Yeah. Good. Very, so, very big, very big meet. We got to get up. We got to get a point for USD to win the year again for all the sports. Good stuff. And then looking through it, uh, like the coyote invite in South Dakota, you know, 28th and 29th. And then Summit League Championships already, a four day, February 16th to the 19th in North Dakota. So that's, you know, I don't know how far of a drive that will be for you guys, but. You know, it's the state above. So, um, yeah, it'll be, it'll be about four and a half for us. So not, not terrible, but can't, can't complain. It's a really, really good pool. Very good pool. Awesome. And with that, um, you know, with your uh, teammates, has that been, has the bonding experience, have have they been great? Yeah, it's, it's been awesome. Um, we've had a, had a lot of good times, a lot of good, a lot of good college memories. Um, can't complain when you're in a sport because you get to make friends not only in your sport but definitely all other athletes so can't complain at all 100 agree and you know from the summit league championships i guess is there any if you guys place well in the conference you meet is there anywhere else you guys go or is that just the end um so for us it'll be after the summit league champs we'll swim we'll have eight girls and eight guys go to the national college invite um that'll be in i believe cleveland at cleveland state um so we'll we'll actually we'll go there and i think i'm not sure how long that is after um conference i think it's like two to three weeks um after the conference meet but those 16 swimmers will basically try to retaper again and then swim um at that meet so basically take the top top eight doesn't matter what your event is pretty much just take the eight fastest girls and guys um and then i don't think we're going to have anybody go to NCs, um, but a couple of us are qualified for some TYR Pro Swim Series. So I think depending on uh, the national invite, I'll probably also go to the at Pro Swim Series as well. So bright, you got some bright um, meets ahead of you guys. So hopefully you guys can make the most of them. And, you know, with that roster you guys got right now, I'm sure you guys will. And yeah, we got sure. to fit in some academics, of course, because we love to. Um <laughs> So what, what is your major, Parker? Um, I switched my major last year to um, physical education um, with a minor in coaching and sports management. So that's kind of where I'm going with so far. And with that, you know, do you want to kind of follow your dad's footsteps or, you know, or what, where do you want to go with that? Um, I, think, I think that's kind of the plan. I um, think, think just going to be a PE teacher and a coach to start. Um, and then with the sports management, hopefully try to become like an AD yeah. um, and then maybe work my way to a principal position. But I don't know. I think if I like AD, I'm going to want to stick with an AD for a while. And correct me if I'm wrong. Your dad is the AD at Chilton. Is he still, is he? He was the AD at Chilton until about four years ago. Uh, now he's the assistant principal at the like seventh and eighth grade school over in Nina. Okay. Yeah. So, Cause yeah, I, he was, he was AD for a while there. 
I knew he was an AD. And you know what I'm yep. thinking right now? Robert Schimmick, AD of Brilliant High School. Yep. Parker Sonovan, AD of yeah, another EWC school, maybe. And yep. imagine that. That would be that's – what, that's what we – we talked a little bit. That's what we might want to do. So we might have some two brilliant alums at ADs in the EWC yet. That would be wild. I, I just, just throw that out there. Might not happen, but the potential's there. It is there. <laughs> so that, that's some good stuff, of course. And I wish you the best of best of luck academically and athletically, Parker. You know, you got some great things going for you and just keep them going. Yes. Thank you. Thanks for, thanks for having me. It was, a, it was a good interview. So hopefully we gave the people what they wanted. Oh, you bet we did. It was a lot of fun. And now just going through the schedule, we got Friday. We got Journey to a Million, Episode 3. And then also, if you guys have not seen yet, we have, we're have we giving away free hats. So go on the Instagram. Go on you know the social medias. Just do what, do what it tells you to do. Enter for the free hat. And you could potentially win one of those free snapback hats. They look great. So I recommend entering. Yeah, if do. you have not, yeah, have to do that. You. Yeah, yeah, we got three days of Christmas giveaway and the first one ended yesterday at 7 p.m so you got one today wednesday and then you know we got tomorrow and friday there'll be some stuff for the other ones so make sure to follow that and also social media you got to check it out twitter at jd sports pod instagram jordan drew underscore sports crew and then facebook jordan drew the sports crew so with that thank you all for listening to yet another episode of jordan and drew the sports crew the perfect podcast for you